Welcome back to our study in John. Today we're going to be in John chapter 15, verses 18 through 25. Last week, uh, we looked at the previous section in John chapter 15, and we talked about how this chapter is so vital for understanding what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. In the first 11 verses or so of John 15, we learn the importance of abiding in Christ, that uh, we must draw all of our life from him, that all the fruit that we do for God that, that comes about in our life that is lasting will come as we rest in Jesus and draw strength and life from Jesus. And then last week, we talked about what it means to love, that um, yes, we are called to love, but Jesus also defines love for us. And then this week, we're going to see another aspect, uh, an important aspect of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. And so let's read verses 18 through 25, and then we'll talk a little bit about that. This is John 15, 18 to 25. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. But the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without a cause. So the main thing we learn about discipleship here is that Jesus and his disciples are treated the same way by the world. Uh, Remember the setting. Jesus is here with his disciples. He's about to go to the cross, and he's trying to frame for them what life is going to look like after he rises from the dead and ascends to the Father. And then they are commissioned to continue his mission and to carry out his work in the world. And Jesus is, in no uncertain terms, Uh, reminding them that however the world treated him, they're going to treat his disciples the same way. And so uh, this conversation comes up about the world. And what we are to mean by this is um, the world are those patterns and those people and the people who are stuck in the patterns of sinful behavior. Uh, And so Jesus is saying, I have chosen you out of that. I have chosen you out of the sinful pattern of this world. I have chosen you out from among the people who are uh, committed to the sinful pattern of this world. And so because you as my disciples are now going to create a contrast between your life and their life, you should expect to be hated. You should expect not to be welcomed because your life uh, is a contrast to theirs. So, uh, what we see in Jesus here is this, in a way, it's an encouragement. It's an encouragement that we should not be surprised when we have difficulty in this life when we follow Jesus. We should not be surprised 
when sometimes our family, sometimes our friends, sometimes our, the people we work with, or maybe just more broadly, society in general seems to be working against us or going against us. Uh, this is exactly what happened with Jesus. But these are the two things we know. One, we know that we, in all things, we have hope that just like Jesus, though he was um, condemned and even killed by the quote unquote world, Jesus was raised and resurrected and is now seated at the right hand of God. And so in that sense, we can have hope. But the other thing is this, that this same world that hates us is the very world that we now offer Jesus to, that the way we respond to the hatred of the world will actually be a demonstration of the very gospel message that we are trying to offer to people, that just as Jesus was hated without a cause, and now we proclaim this Jesus as the one who is full of righteousness and love and grace, we too get to embody his characteristics before a watching world, praying, hoping, and believing that many of those people who maybe at one point in their life hated us or at least hated our way of life will be transformed in their hearts, will be united to Jesus, uh, will find communion with Jesus, and soon and very soon, they will be walking in the same paths that we are. They will be chosen out of the world just like we have been chosen out of the world. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your discussion on this cha- on this section of the chapter and as we continue seeing what it means to be disciples of Jesus.